I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to the All Buy the Popcorn podcast. I'm Alessandra. And I'm Emily. And today we are talking about the final episode of the Young Indiana Jones Chronicles. Episode 22, Hollywood Follies. Oh, man. Oh, man. I can't can't believe it's over. (laughs) I was laying in bed the other night, and I was thinking about saying goodbye to Indy. And I got emotional. I got teary-eyed, for sure. And it did. I did because we've been talking about indie for uh, over three years now, and he's like a member of my family. I I am gonna miss him a lot. Yeah, let's hope we don't take as long to do the next series that we start because this is <laughs> this was ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe let's not choose episodes that are hours and a half long, okay? Because like, that's true. That's true. Um, and you know, today I sat and watched this thing and I did not do anything else. I didn't, you know, look at anything. I didn't play a game on my phone. I just watched the whole thing straight through. Me too. I couldn't, I couldn't like look away because normally I'll pause the episode a lot and write down time cones and write down notes. But I just, I just couldn't, I just couldn't write notes. I just was sitting there watching it. I was just yeah. enjoying myself. <laughs> I... I'm really going to miss Indy. Like, I don't, I just, gosh, I don't know. There's just something I, about it. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't get emotional because I was convinced that we, that we didn't watch all the episodes because right. we had, we'd been saying for the past seven episodes that we were getting close to the end <laughs> and, maybe, <laughs> and maybe I just didn't ever believe it. Um, and also cause this didn't, I know the show got canceled, um, but like this didn't feel like an end episode. Like I still feel like there's stuff out there, and and uh, I'm I'm uh, I'm in denial. I'm, in, I'm just gonna say it. Well, okay, so I actually have been listening. I listened to the very first episode again um, the last week, like the first episode of Young Indiana Jones Chronicles that we did, and you do mention in you know when we're discussing our whole VHS release situation that um they actually made so it got canceled and then they made these last four films um to finish off the series so they actually knew that this was the end when they made this right cuz yeah what i found yeah the wikipedia page that i found again to try and reread through all of this. Um, there, there's, there's probably definitely like, tr- not transition scenes, but like half scenes that we probably haven't seen. Cause, oh yeah. Cause, cause yeah. Old in, indie in terms, stuff. Yes. Of, of, and, and probably the older indie stuff. Like I, we didn't see any of that. And there was probably a ton of that in the original mm-hmm. show. Like when mm-hmm. I was reading through the, 
uh, descriptions of all of the original episodes before it got canceled. There yeah. were a lot with, with older indie that we didn't even see. Yeah, so I think we should definitely make a an attempt to understand and, and go through all those, and we'll make another bonus episode filled with us discussing those things. Yes, plus we do also have, we're making something special for all you indie listeners out there, so uh, more to come about that um, in the in the special bonus indie episode coming up. Yeah, just um, to like yeah. remember and, and appreciate the amount of time that we've spent Watching it, young Indiana Jones. I mean, roughly, you know, we have discussed Indiana Jones. I mean, every episode is an hour and a half. There's 22 of those. You know, it's it's a lot of watching indie. It is. It is. And uh, hopefully we're not quite done. I know you guys have sent us um, videos to watch in the past. We will definitely be watching those for the for the bonus indie episode. If you have any more that you'd like to send us, please, please send them as, as soon as you listen to this so that we can, we have a lot of stuff to watch for the bonus episode. Yeah. We've spent 33 hours watching Indiana Jones, young Indiana Jones. <laughs> and I would like to add another hour and a half on top of that in bonus content. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. Um, so I guess we should just dive into this, uh, Hollywood Follies episode. Um, Really fun episode. Really silly. Yeah, really silly. Um, really, I also felt like I kind of learned stuff, too. I don't, I mean, the, these people made a show, so they must know what they're talking about when it comes to, like, editing and filming, obviously, and directing. So I felt like I learned kind of about how silent films were made, too. Like, mm -hmm. they would literally make scenes out of a door frame, like, out of nothing. <laughs> Yeah, to, it was hilarious. To just get stuff done. And the whole aspect of, you know, getting things done quickly, but then, you know, ha making sure your vision is getting, um, is being reflected in the movie was also very prominent. And it's just, mm -hmm. we, we meet a lot of very fun characters. I have some Wikipedia pages open because we have some historical figures in this one. Mm -hmm. um, so excited to talk about all of it. Uh, I think Indy is is originally sitting in the beginning watching Ben-Hur. Um, he's still in New York. He just got fired from his job because he dated three women at once. Yes, something we've never uh, had before. It was an episode happening like right after another episode. Or have we mm -hmm. had that? It just didn't really seem like they they Things like really fed into each other like that as much i mean i think it did when like he went home or something but that was about it yeah maybe yeah but like yeah he so he's sitting and he's watching old ben hur you know eating popcorn and then george gershwin comes in and's like hey buddy you know sorry you got fired you got dumped <laughs> dumped and fired yeah but you know you did you did save us and for that the guy's gonna help you get a job um the the person who you know gave all the money for the for the production um that he did so you know because indy was he came in clutch last time by becoming the um stage manager in the back <laughs> right exactly yeah, so then he, he's going to get a job. And so Gershwin's like, I got you a, a job in in Hollywood, um, which is great because, 
you know, it's perfect for Indy, and it's it's a great way to end the series, I think, because it's all about making movies and 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 the joy of making movies. And here we are watching a movie. So, yeah, I guess so. Um, and Indy very briefly brings up that you know he really needs money for his for his college tuition. Yes, I love, I love how school just like very just briefly comes up. All the time. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, right, I gotta pay for school, right, like, right. It's like, oh, God, I need this money for school, gotta go back to school in three weeks. Like, in the past episodes, he, like, didn't even care. <laughs> I mean, he needs, like, he needs, like, $200 for tuition or something. It's, like, it's, if like, only. Yeah, it's, like, <laughs> some really small, for I think it's, like, less than that. I think it's, like, 150 bucks for, like, a semester or something. Oh, um, my gosh. If I mean, he only. is going to use Chicago, right? Like, it's, it's a nice school. It's not the cheapest school, but oh yeah, two hundred dollars so cheap. I know, I know the set in the past. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, and yeah, so, so he goes to meet this guy, <laughs> which is, <laughs> I mean, we gotta play this this you clip play from the time code. I gotta, I gotta find it. Just a second. He it's walks so into this building hilarious. just so perfectly labeled Universal Pictures. Yeah, it's, <laughs> like, it's it's just. It's in New York because I know that they definitely like the history of film um, is kind of like it used to be in New York. And then in the 1920s, like it was kind of not as much in in L.A. And then when they started doing the talkies, it started to move to L.A. Um, so it just like took yeah. a while for it to kind of establish. And L.A. was still growing as an actual city and yeah. not as many people were living there at this time it was kind of just like a, oh los angeles all the way over there you know like so yeah it's great i should i should definitely play him when he first talks to this dude it's just hilarious this guy just could just rambles like from the get-go yeah mr jones come in my good friend george white tells me you're smart that you ran a show like clockwork and that you say you should pardon the expression is bacon, that right? Well, I guess so, sir. Wonderful! And in a month's time, you're going back to the University of Chicago where you're studying to be an orthodontist. An archaeologist. <laughs> an orthodontist. You're just the guy I need. What <laughs> for? Mr. Jones, I got a problem. Out on the coast, I got a moving picture shooting and it's out of control. The director's a madman, a genius. But Sugar, he thinks money grows on trees. <laughs> Look how we're having to advertise. He's going to make you hate him, even if we have to spend a million dollars of our money to do it. A million dollars. <laughs> where do I come in? You don't come in. You go out. Go out where? To Hollywood as my personal representative. I want you to get out there and take charge. Tell that lunatic von Stroheim he finishes the picture in 10 days or else you pull the plugs. Close it down. Here's your airport ticket. Okay. Um, then he gives him like 100 bucks or 200 bucks and then says, I'll pay you 200 when you get back. And, and he's like, I don't know what I'm, I don't know under, how to do that. I'll just play play from this point. All you have to do is tell Van Stroheim he finishes oh. in ten days okay. or else it's kaput. What do you say? Well, I think the $300 is an awful lot of money just for delivering a message. I'll pay you an extra $300 bonus if you come through. Mr. Limley, you've got yourself a deal. <laughs> <laughs> 
love that this is like this Jewish dude just like throwing it. He's like, I have all this money, but this guy is spending a million dollars. We cannot have this. It's so funny. I know. What's a few hundred more to get this guy to stop? <laughs> I know. Uh, and so, you know, Indy's going to, he takes a, a really nice train all the way to California. Oh, man. That must have been a long train ride. Well, he says it has to be in 10 days, and it's like, okay, I'm sure it at least took you three days to get to L.A., right? <laughs> like, even on a train. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, it's a very fancy train. He's, like, getting served tea, and he has a very pretty, uh, it, it's, it's very brief, so it doesn't seem like it takes that long. But, yeah, a train across the country. You'd think that would take some time. To the desert of California. Oh, yeah. And he, he gets off at Union Station, and there's palm trees everywhere, and it's like, that's L.A. That's, <laughs> kind of, yep. It's all you need, just a sign it, that says L.A. and a bunch of palm trees, and you got your scene. <laughs> this could have been shot anywhere. <laughs> and some Spanish-style buildings, and it was definitely shot in L.A. somewhere. Um, so, And a lot of it takes place in the desert, which we'll get to. So let's see. He gets to the to the studio, and uh, yeah, very after easy he takes to get a Very in. cute cab. <laughs> yeah, very cute cab. Very scenic route. You know, it looked like he kind of went through like Napa Valley or something. It was like some <laughs> some very some very pretty like <laughs> nowhere near Los Angeles. But okay, yeah, it looked like it was nowhere near Los Angeles. Yeah. Um, but this Universal Pictures is very cute. I, I do enjoy seeing this old school. Like, I feel like the, like, uh, Lucasfilm and, like, Lucas was really excited to make a old, you know, movie movie set to make it look like it did in the 1920s. Like, that's probably really exciting for the people who actually made this thing, you know? Yeah, using very, like, real, um, real places, but just, like, giving them a little giving him a little uh backdated look yeah um and then and using people who were i guess were involved in with the movies at the time i mean he does he does come into contact with of some famous people um it, you know and it's exciting because like i bet there's there's the people who made this are like oh i love that filmmaker um you know let's let's see how we can portray him in this in this show i'm sure there's just so many little easter eggs that we're just totally gonna miss and go over but you know i did enjoy it oh yeah probably there's probably some some like film styles of john ford that we completely missed from the little Mm -hmm. snippets we got of him in there or even eric von stroheim yeah um which uh we'll we'll kind of we'll kind of get to both of them later but i have a time code for when indy sits down with all of the guys in hollywood they're <laughs> okay. like you know they're all being really nice and yeah like oh how are you like so what's what's the what's the big guy gotta say and and i have and i have this time go okay oh goodness and i just thought it was really funny because yeah, at this point i'm like i'm like who the heck's this director and what's wrong with him like why is he being like that gentlemen all right have a play seat. this well, I guess you all know why I'm here. Of course, uh, it has to do with the, um... Foolish wives. Oh. Is, uh, is Uncle Carl a little bit mad? No, no, no. No, Uncle Carl's not a little bit mad. Sure. Oh. No, no. no he's very mad. 
<laughs> he seems to think that the picture's completely out of control. Manny Weiss, the picture out of control. Yeah, man. Manny Weiss, the picture out of control. It's not my fault. Only last week, Stroheim ordered a battleship. A thousand pairs of silk underwear for the extras? To make him feel more like aristocrats. With, with monograms yet. Plus 6,000 pairs of silk stockings. Gowns ordered straight from Paris. Caviar from Russia. Crystal porcelain. I told you. I told you. Okay, so they're just, they're very, very stressed out because of this movie. I mean, it's cost over a million dollars to make. This is a very expensive movie. And it's, and it's hilarious. Like, I, oh my gosh, I can't even wait till we get to, so, so now after all this, they're like, well, I hear, I had this letter from, from, uh, the guy in New York. I can't remember what his name was. Um, but he's like, I gotta, I gotta talk to, because they're all scared. They're like, oh, who's gonna tell, who's gonna tell Stroheim that he's gotta stop in 10 days? And India's like, and he's like, I will. I have the letter. And they're like, oh, great. Yeah, you do it. Yeah, you (laughs) do it, newbie. Yeah, you like. They don't want to do it. Poor weakling, um, you do it. <laughs> so he gets escorted by this uh, by this cute guy in a suit. Oh, he's so um, cute. He's he's yeah. John. He's uh, somebody. That's John Ford, right? Like that's the. No, no John that's, Ford that's a is a director later. Yeah, this yes. guy becomes becomes like the the director of Universal Studios or something. Like, yes. th- isn't doesn't he get like some job later? Yeah. Uh, yes, he, he, he must does. be a historical figure. I know. I was. Um, trying to figure out who it was exactly it because when he said his name i was trying to listen but like i don't it's it's hard to tell what they say sometimes you know yeah and that's why i try to i try to get their names either in the beginning in the beginning credits or in the end credits but the credits are terrible at, <laughs> at telling you who everyone is i know i know i so. i I don't know. He he becomes like he becomes like the head of Universal Studios or something, and that's just so he must be someone important. I don't know. Who else I know. I know. I I mean, possibly he could be. Um, I mean, I can play the time code, try and listen for it at the very end of their little talk. But he I could mean. be Irving Thalberg. Um, I think it might be him. I'm just doing a little bit of uh, some. It's played by Bill Cusack. Oh, yeah, that's him. It's, yes, okay. It is him. His name is um, Irving... Irving Thalberg. Okay. Um, uh, Looking. 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 Okay. He was an American film producer and was known as the Boy Wonder... And uh, he was very prolific. He made many, 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 many. Um, he produced many movies. Um, okay. And I think because in in this episode they do say, uh, Indy and um, his girl um, Claire. Claire, she's like, oh well, we want to kind of try to transfer the power from the director to the producers and then he's like oh how are we gonna do that and uh it seems like this guy Irving um does that exact thing he's he becomes the famous producer who has more power than the directors in in a sense you know like people know him to make the movies as well right yeah so okay 
Cool. Yeah. I just, like, assumed that every person that he met was, like, somebody famous. <laughs> yeah, probably. Because it is, like, movie making, so... So they do, yeah. They do go to see von Stronheim, and they enter that uh, that soundstage, and it's like yes. everybody's super quiet because von Stronheim's like chilling and thinking in the corner. And he like, well, yeah. Oh, first, first they walk through another set where someone's doing like a pie, like a oh, pie fight yes. or something, and, and then, then they walk through like another one where like they're throwing asbestos asbestos into like the fan to blow it onto the girl like it's a snow scene yes this is like giving me singing in the rain like oh like, yeah. vibes because they do yeah. a lot of that because that's kind of like a behind the scenes movie making movie as well um, oh 100 percent, really fun yeah and that's why that movie. that movie is so good it's just it it's so exciting to watch them try to make movies. I actually just yesterday I was walking and um, I was talking to my roommate and she made some reference and then I went, I just can't stand him. Yes, I love like, saying. I don't that. think she knew what I was referencing, but I was. I not, was like, not oh. many people do. <laughs> yeah. So not many do. So so should we play what Von Stromberg says here? Because it is, it's pretty funny. This guy's accent is hilarious. Oh yes. Okay. Yeah. Before, before you play it. uh, So of course Indy comes in, he sees Claire sitting because she's the writer. And I guess, I guess it was so interesting. Like, I wonder if writers actually do this as like, they're kind of writing the story as it goes. Like Stroheim would would constantly give scenes to Claire and she would kind of write them in. Yeah, um, totally, totally. I mean, especially with this dude, I think that's definitely a real possibility. <laughs> yeah, it might be more of like how a director works and their kind of style, but this seemed very, <laughs> I don't know, almost far-fetched and and exaggerated to me. But I mean, this guy's a real person, so he must be, he must have been this wacko. <laughs> I know. Uh, when it comes to directing. But yeah, so he spots Claire. She's very pretty. Um, and everyone's quiet. And, you know, when he, when he first walks in, Kimmy's like, my little sister's watching it with me. And she's like, why does he keep walking into sets and being loud? And I'm like, I don't think they're filming, Kimmy. And she's like, what? They're all quiet. <laughs> but no. Yeah. No, he was cl- just like hanging out yeah. in the back. <laughs> yeah. Claire's like, don't bother him when he's thinking. <laughs> Yeah, it's so, so silly. Funny. Yeah, he he totally blows up on Andy, so I gotta, I guess, gotta play it. Yeah, play it. Okay, great. Well, Mr. Stroheim. Von Stroheim. Erich Oswald Hans Karl Maria Nordenwald von Stroheim. Okay, I. Uh... My father was an Austrian count. My mother, a German baroness and lady in waiting to the Empress of Austria. I was a member of His Majesty's bodyguard. But more, I am an artist. Here, in my studio, I create. I paint with light and shadow. I reach into the depths of my very soul. What do you know of my agony? You, with your pathetic little shopkeeper's mind. Boom, with your ridiculous talk of ten days! Tell Mr. Lemley, only von Stroheim decides the fate of a von Stroheim picture. Not some stupid, ignorant, pathetic, imbecile errand boy. Places now, we begin. 
intense, so silly. Um, this guy was nuts. And these pictures on Wikipedia, he looked, they chose a pretty good um, actor to, to play him. Like, the haircut's the same. Uh-huh. This guy, this guy looks like, like he's gonna bite your face off. Like, it's... <laughs> And right so here in, in the Wikipedia, it says, After clashes with Hollywood studio bosses over budget and workers' rights issues, Stroheim was banned for life as a director and subsequently oh. became a well-respected character actor, particularly in French cinema. <laughs> wow! That is so funny! <laughs> so I now believe everything that happened in yes this. um you know it is really weird watching it and seeing these these silent films be such these these really large productions and the stories being really loose because you know like we're watching it and and there's there were a lot a lot of silent films but it's just like really hard for us to understand that that was like all that they had and all that they knew so they made like these are really elaborate stories and it's not like anybody can even talk, you know, like <laughs> Yeah, just... either elaborate or very simple. I mean, I feel yeah. like a lot of the I mean, the ones that were very extravagant just seemed to be like the Charlie Chaplin ones. Because he, yeah. could, he could really do whatever he wanted with comedy, but then like what other did we ever watch like any more like serious silent films? I felt like we only watched Charlie Chaplin and Buster Keaton. Yeah, I don't think we did it in our study of film class. Um, I mean, we just, yeah, like we didn't really watch any, any silent films. You know, it was like, we got that and the Buster Keaton and Charlie Chaplin and they were great. So that was like all I really needed to watch. (laughs) I would love to watch the one that Eric von Stroheim wrote. Like it's called Greed, I think. And that's Mm -hmm. the one that, that Mm -hmm. he's most well known for. I would love to watch that one. Um, I think there's another silent film that I've been wanting to watch. It was on Netflix DVD for a while. It was called It Girl or something. Mm-hmm. Or, and I really wanted to watch that. Um, yeah. Is that the one with... Um, uh, what's her name? Uh, Greta... No, no. I'll, re- I'll remember it. She She's like the the first bombshell like the first girl to be an it girl so that probably was because of the name of the movie but um yeah yeah Yeah. and they that would be great i would love to watch an old old movie like that for sure especially after watching this episode yeah completely exactly uh so after after indy gets embarrassed by stroheim um you know he's just a little frustrated and doesn't really understand like the movie making business and kind of Stroheim's like strategy, even though he's definitely way out of line and he needed to like rein it in like early on. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it it was nice seeing Indy kind of understand how the process works. Like when he's talking to Claire, he's like he's like it doesn't matter. This guy has thirty reels of film. He should be able to make a movie. Like this is this is ridiculous. And she's she's like no, you need to read the script to understand mm-hmm. that that. You know, we've just been doing a bunch of crazy extra stuff this whole time, but but this is pivotal to end the story. Like you need, like it's this is important. So it's like cool seeing her writer's perspective, and then later, yeah. and then later the director's perspective when we when he starts working with John Ford, mm-hmm. um, to kind of understand 
what and it's interesting because we never know what the plots are for either of these movies we just see we just see these scenes being portrayed and filmed and we have no idea what's supposed to be happening which i find hilarious yeah definitely like i think the second one is a little easier to understand what's going on because it's like it's a western and but it really is kind of over the top because we got all these scenes and you're like how does this even what even happens and it's the same thing when indy's like later he hears of that italian prince or whatever and he's like who's this person how is he in the in the movie like who's this character yeah, what does he have to do with the story and and she's like stroheim stroheim liked his accent he's like it's a silent film you can't even hear it i know so good <laughs> so, so funny. good so yeah. funny yeah oh man. um I, you know, so we do get to know Claire. She has a lot of speaking lines in this episode. I mean, if she didn't talk, there wouldn't be any girls in this episode because movies are made by men, really. I mean, there is that actress in in the second part, but that's it, you know? Yeah, and she's got a very, very small, like, side 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 acting job. Yeah, side Yeah. Yeah, so Indy talks to her, and obviously he's interested in her because she's pretty. And, you know, she's got nice hair and pretty lips. And, you know, he's he's just, <laughs> he's kind of sees that thing where, again, he's very one-minded about the girls that he likes. So he kind of is, he's, not, he's actually on the other foot with this this particular situation because he's really into Claire and Claire's really into him, but she's also really into this other guy, Tony. And, you know, Indy had to do the same exact thing in the previous episode with his three girlfriends. Um, And he's feeling hurt by the fact that Claire has another boyfriend, you know? Yeah, which I can't help but be kind of mad at Indy in this episode because he literally just did this and he's mad that that Claire was upfront with him the whole time about having someone else and still being interested in him. Yep. And and he just can't which which annoys me because I'm like you just did this. Like how do you think those other the, the other girls felt? Like what like what's wrong with you? <laughs> yeah, it, it you know, I understand he's a child, so he's still learning these things. Um it is nice that we do see this kind of more like liberal person, like feminist character here in Claire um that we'll get to, I guess, more. She she's definitely like she really sticks up for herself and what she wants, and it's it's great. Yeah, I really liked Claire. I wish that maybe I guess a, a lot of stuff was happening movie-wise in this episode, and that's yeah. completely understandable. I just felt like Claire felt kind of just thrown in and was just kind of rushed. Because, I mean, again, mm-hmm. Indy was only supposed to be here for 10 days, and he ended up staying for, like, what, 16 Weeks. days? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's just... And the fact that they were already saying I love you to each other, I'm sorry, but I just I just don't believe it. It was but, It was odd, yeah. It was very fast. It was very just thrown together. I mean, they definitely, it felt like they kind of had chemistry. Again, if they had a bit more time, maybe it would have felt a bit more real. It just seemed very unrealistic. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and especially since Indy was spending so much time just butting heads with heads with her in the beginning when he was trying to understand the script for Stroheim and watch the clips and the movie reels for Stroheim and, and understand like how he how he can truly help end this film um, by understanding the story. So they just spent a lot of time doing that. Yeah, so they go to lunch uh, with we meet John Ford at lunch. Um, and he kind of gives his, his two cents about von Stronheim. Um, just kind of like saying, you know, maybe you should try to trick him or something. This is the first time they, they give him, him the idea, um, to try and like figure, like you gotta, basically he just says, you gotta watch all the, all the footage. You gotta see what you need. Um, how are you guys going to make a film if you don't even know where it's going? So that was obviously good advice. And they, they take it, and they're going to go watch all of the footage from the film, which is like four hours because there's like tons and tons of reels. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. And they weren't even supposed to watch this footage. Um, nope. And it eventually gets stolen or something. Like, it disappears. It totally disappears. And you totally know it's because of Strondheim and the fact that he caught on that they've been they've been watching it i mean i don't really have any like time codes i mean i guess we could play the conversation after like with indy and and claire like laying in the car um i they don't really like discuss anything other than how she feels about him and how she like and then they they share a kiss while indy's wearing a hat (laughs) like that's it (laughs) Yeah, they like they watch they watch this footage and it's like super late or something. And what was it? Does does Claire like invite him to a No, oh, they no. she invites him to go like sit outside at the beach in the car and look up That's at the right. full moon and just kind of like enjoy it. Yeah, they like go to make out point and they like make out. <laughs> yes. Basically. And that's yes. when she's like I have a boyfriend. But then she kisses him again. Yeah, and, and she just... kisses him again. And, like, it's a sweet moment and all. Um, I just, yeah, there's a lot of scenes in this movie. Like, there's a lot of cuts in this in this episode. You, do you notice that? Like, so many, like, random things are happening. There's a lot of angles. There's a lot of, like, um, stock footage. Um, it's just kind of, like... It's a lot. It's really intense. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, it is. Because a lot of stuff is happening. I mean, they go they go to Mexico at some point. Like, it's, yeah, it's yeah. all we, over the place. We haven't even gotten to that part. So they, they, they kiss. I mean, I just... Okay, they kiss. And then they find out that the footage is missing. <laughs> yes, they kiss. They... After, after they kiss, Claire's like, I got it. I know how to end the... I know how to end the film. Mm-hmm. So they're like, perfect. So they like, they go in the next morning or like they rewrite it or something. Like she rewrites something and then they go in and, and what happened? They wanted to view the footage again or something new that Stroheim had, had filmed the other day yeah. or something. Yeah. And, and they're like, they're, oh, can we watch it again? And he's like, oh, we can't. It's gone. <laughs> <laughs> and then this this part happens where Indy goes to Stroheim's house. Yes, I just I gotta play this part. It's so fucking hilarious. Oh my gosh, this I, guy! 
is I, just insane. I, I gotta just play a small clip. I'm not gonna play, like, the whole thing, but I'll play, like, right when he's talking to him, because it is, like... So he walks down this gorgeous, gorgeous estate. Like, it is so, so pretty. Walks into this house, goes into this, you know, indoor pool, and we hear this playing. <laughs> Stroheim is nude in the pool. No, 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 thank you, Mr. Von Stroheim. No. He has a live choir singing and a man on the drums. But somewhere more relaxed, nicht wahr? He's a madman. He's he's just he's absolutely insane. He's got like a like a Japanese woman there for whatever reason too. Like it's just like okay (laughs) yeah and then they have they have lunch which consists of caviar and pig's blood like it's ox blood and indy is like sitting at the other side of the table just like okay he's like like, no i had lunch no thanks yeah um and basically he's like where's the footage the guy's like i don't know what you're talking about i don't have it and then indy's like yes you do just give it to me and he's like are you calling me a liar and then that's the end of that conversation. <laughs> it felt, like, so useless. Like, I mean, we already knew Straheim was crazy, and we just get more scenes of him being crazy. So this scene... I thought that was fun. I thought it was hilarious, you know? I think it was... I mean, if you really are going to boil that down to... The whole entire thing is useless. Like, it's... Like, nothing really well, happens. That's so, true. you know, Indy, it's kind of... <laughs> yeah. Spoiler alert, Indy fails at his job. <laughs> Which we, we we will get to that. He doesn't do it yet. But um, I was watching this and being like, okay, so Indy does have to stop this guy. Is he going to prevail? And he doesn't. Um, but they so they have to try their next plan, which apparently they can use the negatives to make more film um, to like finish it. So basically, it's just funny because they're kind of acting as the producers of the of the movie and against the director and in a sense like going behind his back so that they can get this fucking movie finished exactly it's so funny it's just so silly the concept oh my, if you're... sorry there's there a oh, helicopter oh, oh my okay <laughs> so i'll just that. continue talking um we've got uh Indy again talking to talking to Claire about how she has a boyfriend and how she loves both Indy and him. I guess I, it's weird that she said I love you already, but okay, they both said it to each other. Um, I think it means yeah. like I mean I know that you said that's like new, but I think they mean like do you have feelings for me? I think that that's kind of the the like what I was getting from this conversation is that like oh. You know, they're just discussing that they have feelings for each other. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll play it a little bit. Never. The day I lose Tony is the day I lose Tony. I'll go back a little bit. Tony. How different he is to you. How I wish I could have both you and him in the same person. I thought Tony was history. History? Never. The day I lose Tony is the day I lose my sense of humor. If I lose that, I may as well die. No, I love the guy. I thought you said that you loved me. 
I do love you. But you're going to be gone in two weeks. All right, so that's that's their relationship. <laughs> yeah, it's like slowly getting established, I guess, because right now, you know, Claire's just like, we're just having a fling. Like, you're leaving in a couple of weeks, so why why yeah why think too much about this? I mean, yeah, this is this is very um, it's, it's fun. like a little fling. Yeah, it's fun. And she's acknowledging this, and it's it's sweet, because, like, I think not a lot of girls at this time would have said something like that, and it is the 1920s, and they are all about, like, being free women and choosing, you know, their own, their own ways of, like, expressing their loves and their, and their flirting and everything, you know? It's, like, it's exciting. Yeah, and not making every relationship so set in stone. Like, it can just be the way that you want it to be. Yeah, exactly. And I think Indy definitely is like, oh, if you're going to be my girl, you're going to be my girl. Nobody else is. And, you know, like, I get where he's coming from. He's coming. He goes from like a conservative, you know, that's the tradition. Yeah. (laughs) Male. Exactly. So he's like, this idea is so foreign to him. He's so cute, Indy. Oh, yeah. Which is why I'd almost hoped that in the last episode that the other girl was kind of going to be like that. The girl in the apartment that he was staying with. Um, what was her name? Kate or something? Um, yeah. Yeah. We, or, we talked about Kate. And, yeah. Yeah. The the girl that he... Yeah. She, she was bohemian. So she had like a totally different vibe. But she was kind of... Like she definitely slept with him. Like they, they were... Um, it, she was like pretty chill as well. We, we thought, but she still ended up wanting it to just be her and Indy though. That's true. Yeah. She wasn't, she wasn't like her, um, this girl. So. Yeah. So the next day they're talking to a finance guy with the movie and they're saying, okay, we need to shoot the, the sewer scene next. Like that needs to happen. Cause that's going to end the film. Yes. And, yes. And which is yes. crazy because all these scenes keep coming up. Like they're like, Oh, the, the, the mansion fire burning scene is, is is pivotal and they're like okay well when's that gonna happen and they're like three weeks and they're like they're like what like what are you gonna actually burn down an actual mansion and they're like yes <laughs> it's like so much money and just resources oh, just i know being flooded into this film yeah and, and he had all to like funny scenes he had to like import like special french like glass or something like really expensive shit that's like come on what and like all of the extras had to wear like bloomers that were like silk or something to make them feel feel, like extravagant or something so silly so he's talking to this guy he's like okay we need to film the sewer scene next he's like okay he's like well we can't because the this italian prince is coming and we're shooting his his scenes next. And he's and Indy was like, what Italian prince? And that's where the whole accent came in. And Claire's like, oh, I forgot. Yeah. Stroheim wanted this Italian prince <laughs> to come and shoot a couple scenes. So, so random. And so Indy's like, no, this can't. This isn't pivotal to the story. This this can't happen. And they're like, well, it's too late. He starts on Monday. And Indy's like, what if he doesn't show up for work? <laughs> And they're like, what are you talking about? Like, Indy is going insane because he's dealing with a madman. And they're like, what are you going to do, Indy? And he's like, I'm going to kidnap him and strand him in Mexico. Like, (laughs) like, I love it. I love it. 
it's so it's such an outlandish plot that somehow works out like it's just like oh okay and like let's just go get this dude um and they go to this party that has like valentino in it like it's got like these famous people um and it's like exciting because he like they go to this really cool like swanky party and you get to see these these people from history i I don't know i just love it yeah no it was it was a hilarious scene and so they're at the party they're getting the italian prince they're getting the italian prince like very drunk and uh and this this whole dancing scene where claire and indy are are doing the tango on the dance floor um (laughs) and he has to keep dipping her so that she could see if if his name's Irving, right? Is that his yes. Name, Irving? Yes. Irving is ready for them to come take him. When Indy was <laughs> was facing the exact same direction, he was dipping her, and she was yeah. looking at him upside down for no reason. Yeah, because they were both looking the same direction. Do you notice, so, like, when when this girl when they walked into this party, like her dress is beautiful and everything, but this woman is so skinny. She's like, I mean, just compared to standing next to. Um, to SPF. She's, like, so thin. It's crazy. Yeah, she does look a little thin. And this guy gets drunk fast. Like, I don't oh, know if yeah. he was, like, a little hammered he when he got there. He was definitely already drinking, but he gets drunk within, like, two minutes. Like, when they're, yes. like, dancing this hilarious little tango. Yeah, like, not to the point where he's, like, like blacked out. But, like, he's he's wobbling. He can't walk very well. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure on the drive down to Mexico, he was he was just getting more and more drunk. But this guy, this guy was so funny. His, <laughs> his, his, uh, they're like, they're like, uh, let's go to a better party. This party's really boring. And he's like, oh yeah, this party's lame. Uh, I'll so- play it if you want. I, I'm at that part. I'm sure. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm just Indiana play. Jones. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm fine. <laughs> how are you enjoying the party, Your Highness? Because you know yours, it's so boring. Do you agree? Oh, yeah, bad, bad. Horrible party. (laughs) I know where there's a great party, though. Really? Where? It's just south of here. Would would, would you like to go check it out? That's a great idea. What do you say, Hermes? I say, andiamo! (laughs) So silly. (laughs) Andiamo! This is clearly played by just some random American dude. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So they drive all the way down to Mexico, and they drop him off at a place. Indy, Indy, what gives this lady like some money and says that he's very sick, yeah. and like to just watch him for a couple days or something. Yeah, I think she said he had too much tequila to her. He said it in Spanish, okay. and yeah. of course, because Indy knows like twenty languages, which you know, okay, it is. I'm just gonna say right now, it is kind of upsetting that this is the last indie episode because it doesn't feel like it is definitely a indie goes an adventure indie does hollywood right but it's like yeah. we are seeing some of the future indie in here i just feel like if he had used all of his skills like if if we could see him again like being so suave and knowing all of these languages and stuff you know but I don't know. He has he has to go somewhere, I suppose. It's just it was just a little sad. Yeah, I felt like 
I felt like this version of Indy was very close to connecting it to to Harrison Ford's Indy. Um, it just really needed more time. It's really a shame that it had gotten canceled. Yeah, um, yeah. But you know, much like much like Stroheim, they spent way too much money and didn't get that many viewers. <laughs> That's for sure. I mean, this this episode I bet was super expensive. I mean, there is. A lot of production in this one, particularly. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, you know, they try their best to to make it, you know, as cheap as possible. But to be honest, it looks like they're just piling things together, trying the best they can. You know, it's it's crazy. Um, yeah. So the next day, uh, they're still in their clothes from the night before, still wearing their, like, wonderful clothes um, after dropping the guy off in Mexico, they don't seem tired whatsoever. <laughs> nope, nope, not at all. Just more coffee, please. You know, um, and Andy's hair is getting pretty long in this episode. Have you noticed? Yeah, it gets a little. It gets a little crazy at one point. Like it starts <laughs> just flying everywhere, and because he's just so frustrated, <laughs> they always just like <laughs> his hair goes wild. Um, so they have a cute little. You know, they're very happy with with what they've done and they can't wait to see what's happening at the set the next day. And I think, I think when they're having coffee together at, at Indy's hotel, they're just kind of like saying, I love you to each other again or something. Yeah. Um, they're just like enjoying it. And then, okay. Then Stronheim comes in and, and they're going to shoot the sewer scene instead of the scene with the, um, Italian the guy. Did you yeah. notice that when Stronheim was leaving the car, there was that massive dog next to him? No. Oh my god, there's Wait. like a humongous dog in his car. It's like this black uh hound, like bloodhound dog. It's so oh, cute. Oh yeah, I see it. Uh, <laughs> oh man, how did you catch that? He just looked like just, a part of the car. Yeah, he's like in the back of the car. I, I was just like, oh my god, that's a dog. <laughs> yeah, I did not even notice that. So cute. Um, so, so this scene's hilarious. <laughs> he's, he's he's very thrown off because they're like, okay, today's the sewer scene, and he's and they're like, and this is the scene where and Stroheim's like, I know, my death, and and Claire had kind of seen this coming. She was like, well, you know how actors can be about their death scene if they're yep. if they feel a little like paranoid or weird about threatened. it, they are threatened. Yeah, they just they don't do it. Um, <sighs> oh yeah, and before this had happened, Claire had gotten fired. Oh yes, right. She got fired when they when they found out about the uh, footage, watching the yes. footage. But she went back and and then he's like, Claire, I need you to rewrite me something, something stupid and random. And she's like, But you fired me, sir. And she he's like, That's silly. I would never do that. Yeah, he said today we're not shooting the sewer scene. We need we need a gondola scene on the water with with the two thousand doves and, and like. <laughs> And and fifty and fifty extras in Italian clothing or something like he just he says something extravagant and he's like we can't shoot this today, and then and then he's like Claire you're rehired. The cut to Irving looking down and shaking his head is such a long cut. Like it, the guy who played Irving, I don't think he expected to be on the screen for that long. Cause he just kind of looks down and shakes his head and like, it's just such a long cut. Like, I didn't know what was going on there. When when they're watching the new footage? Yeah. Or, oh, like previously yeah. when they're listening to Stronheim tell Claire about the, uh, 
what's going on. But yeah, so they watch the new footage, which is just, it's really hard to tell what's going on. It's like so over the top and like, it's really just, it must be a real movie because I don't know, like they definitely didn't shoot shoot that so like a lot of the cutscenes are actual films and then they yeah. kind of like blend them in with the actors that we see so it's kind of it's cool because we get to actually see the actual film here yeah i thought i also thought that the actor playing stroheim in the film in the in the film clips mm-hmm. didn't look like him yeah. Like, maybe they used footage of the guy's actual movies. I bet they did. I, I In this movie? Yeah, 100%. Because the guy looked nothing like this actor who's playing him. Yeah, it really... It, it seems like that's that's what happened. So then they're, like, back to square one, basically, because they didn't get a death scene. So they have to figure out how to get a death scene now. Um, yes. So Claire's like... And he's like, what are we shooting next? Claire's like, oh, the duel. And he's like, he's like, oh, this is perfect. And she's like, don't get, don't get your hopes up. Stroheim doesn't die in this. And he's like, dang it. He's like, so now Indy comes in. He, he's like, I'm gonna have to do something. And both <laughs> Irving, Irving and Claire are like, Indy, what are you gonna do? And he's uh, like, you'll see. And he like leaves. Uh, and I he love comes what, to the set. I love what Indy is wearing. I just have to say. He comes to the set. Yeah, he has, like, a really cool, like, long trench coat in this. It's, it's in this, awesome. Um, in this episode. Um, that looks very light. Like, it almost looks like, I, I don't know, in this one scene where he's walking, it looks almost, like, weird and made of plastic. I don't know. <laughs> I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't know what happened. But, um, so Indy comes to the scene with marbles. Yeah. And as Stroheim is walking his, his paces to do the duel... He's going to try to make him trip so yeah. that he looks like he dies. Did you catch? I got to play this line of Stroheim talking to his people here. His it is so okay. fucking hilarious. Look okay, wait. Okay, here we go. Say hello, He's okay. Wait. So his his gopher came and brought him guns and he says, they're loaded. Blanks, Mr. Vaughn. They're blanks. Yes, yes, exactly. I am supposed to use blanks. <laughs> yes. Very well. Today I make an exception. Thank you. Thank you. Said, Today I'll make an exception. Like, guy's what nuts. is wrong with you? I, I really do. He was hilarious. Like, I think, especially the actor who's playing him is really, like, very comical. And so it makes it just. It's such a comedy, you know, like it's <laughs> it exactly. really is. It really is very silly. Yeah. And so right after this, they they take their paces. Indy throws the marbles and of course, Stroheim doesn't fall. All no, the rest of the actors the in the back do. do. <laughs> yes. The extras in the back do. So and that throws Stroheim off. So he's like, he's like, um, he's like, nope. We can't we can't do this again. We'll we'll do it again after lunch. I I'm I'm all discombobulated now. Yeah. So they're like, all right, after lunch. So now they're at this cafe again, and and John Ford comes up again, and Indy's like, I gotta make this guy pass out. <laughs> oh my god, we gotta. I mean, okay, I I I should just like play this because it is just 
It's yeah, okay. all right. Old tricks again, huh? Well, what is it this time? He won't fall over. He won't fall over. We need to make him literally, but we can't think of a way. Well, why don't you slip him a Mickey, like one of these? Are those any good? Well, they work on horses. I don't see why they wouldn't work on crowds. I'm just gonna slip it to him. Me. I owe Vaughn one. Jack Ford, you're an angel. No, I'm just a guy who makes westerns. Seventh Cavalry to the rescue. So funny. Oh my god. John, John Ford's pretty <sighs> funny. I like his character a lot. I like him too. He's like a hipster. So he feeds him the uh the pills. Yeah. And which are like Stroheim's It's gotta be horses. like roofies, right? Like it's, it's gotta it's be. Like, yeah. It's <laughs> it's it's gotta be. So he's like falling asleep on set and they're they're like trying to get him to he's out of it and they're oh, trying yeah. to get him to he's to, drugged oh yeah he's so drugged it's crazy that they did this yeah and <laughs> this guy like can't even function like he's just about to pass out and yeah indy's like running around the set pretending to be voices saying saying like action Rock Action. camera. Place is like in the in the, the German accent. So the Austrian accent, excuse me. Um, and and then he finally gets him to to like smash into the table and fall over. Like they needed that scene to to end the the movie that he gets shot and falls over basically. Yeah, and the guy knows it's Indy because Indy's like shouting things. And and Indy's like off the side, going like "Fall over, you son of a bitch!" And, <laughs> and the guy like the guy goes like Jones, and he like falls over. So he knows it's him, and he, oh, he, he totally knows does. what he did. He, he knows totally what he does. did. So, so the I guy can't. falls over. They're all celebrating with champagne, and they're like, "We did it! We did it!" And they're all. <laughs> I knew that he had got they had gotten off too easy. I was like, oh no, this is not gonna work out the way they want it to. Yeah, because after this, Indy goes back to Stroheim and he he's like, oh, no hard feelings, and he's like, no, of course not. And so he takes he <laughs> gives Indy tickets to like a premiere that yeah. he was supposed to go to, which is and also so he takes, like singing like, in the rain. Yes, exactly. And so he takes Claire and. And they go and have a good time. And the next morning, they go in to... And, you know, Claire's saying, like, oh, I think we got off too easy. Like, I feel like he wouldn't have given up like this. And yep. he's like, he's yep. like, no, he's done. He's done. And if he doesn't <laughs> and if he doesn't tell everyone that the movie's done tomorrow, I'm going to fire everyone. So <laughs> they, they go in the next day. And everyone's gone. Everything's been packed up and gone. And they find out that Stroheim got the message from the Italian prince that he was stuck in Mexico. <laughs> and so they pack up everything. They pack up all of the film, the, the film crew, everyone. And they just leave and go start shooting somewhere else. So the movie is still happening. The yep. movie shoot is yep. still happening. So Indy lost his job and they did, uh, they hired Irving now to, to kind of take it take hold of this job um that's so right we, Irving we don't has really to go to mexico and find them 
yeah, he, he, he was sent on that job. So I guess that's kind of Irving's Irving's character in a nutshell. He doesn't really do a lot. He just kind of is there for Indy to talk to. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That's, yeah, he really wasn't a very big character either. No. Um, so Indy's stranded in... Um, in LA with no job and really no way to get back home he feels and like is that when Claire's like oh you know stay with me for a week or something is that when this happens or no yeah like sort of well she yeah she asks him that and then she runs over to see Tony who falls into the like hamper accidentally um and she likes Tony and she likes Indy and she's open with both of them it's kind of crazy because she's like going between the men and they and and Tony doesn't seem to have a problem with Indy at all it's kind of interesting it's like it's like a little bit of tension the one time they both meet each other like Mm -hmm. when he's when he says he's about to leave Mm -hmm. um like that part was a little awkward but yeah I mean I I don't think Tony's very jazzed about it either but he probably (laughs) likes Claire so much that he's not (laughs) He's not going to say no. Uh, I know. Yeah. And Indy and uh, Claire are having uh, some coffee in the commissary. And, you know, Claire's wearing this really cute, like, orange top. Um, It is kind of interesting that I'm glad that they still have this style for her where it's the long hair and the curls and the, like, matronly outfits of, like, the teens. Um, But, like, we're going to be getting into the... 20s soon and I was kind of sad to not see any of this 1920s look um, yet I know it's still early in the 1920s so we don't really get that like boyish look yet you know where the girls are cutting off their hair so that's why it would have been great to see more young Indiana Jones like after this and the years after this like in the 1920s would have been great yeah, I love this huge collar that's, like, on her, like, poking out of her orange sweater. Mm-hmm. It is just, it is just amazing. Like, I, it almost looks kind of 80s to me. Like, the little sh- orange thing mm-hmm. looks a little, mm-hmm. looks a little 80s. Um, but, yeah, her outfits are, are really cute. I love everything that she wears. Yeah, and then John Ford in his cool self comes over and says, okay, Andy, you know, I'll, I'll offer you a job. He even offers Claire a job, and Claire's like, it's okay, I got a job on this uh, hell and sex, or Satan's sex or something like that, um, epi- like movie. <laughs> and so she's, she's yeah, good with that. Yeah, that Irving promised her, because he was kind of trying to console her after she'd gotten fired, and he's like, oh, well, forget about Stroheim. Here, I'll give you this this really good movie that's going to be amazing to to work on. Yeah. Um, so she was pretty much set. Yeah, um, and she loves movies. It's so cute. She says this line, um, there's there's three things I love, you, Tony, and movies. And it's it's like, it's so sweet that she's so into the movies. <laughs> yeah, she's real cute. Um, it almost seems like her her love triangle was almost... Like, unneeded. I mean, she she was a great actress. She could have had a really great storyline to where it didn't even need to revolve around Indy in a romantic way. I mean... I agree. I totally agree. Yeah. If we had kind of seen Claire show up in a previous episode and then kind of revisit this, like, this would have been cool. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Because she's a friend. Yeah. And then maybe it could develop into something. Um, But it's just... She's just such a cool character and this really 
they didn't really need to write her this way. Like, she could have just yeah. been all about the movies and been awesome. Yeah, totally. She's, yeah, I really like her. And, you know, in that sense, yeah, I, like, I think I see us too in her because of how much she loves movies and how important they are to her. It's very cute. Exactly. Yeah, so uh, then he gets a job from Ford and, and they're going to go, uh, it's a Western, which is really exciting. Um, and Indy has, is going to be a PA. He's going to be a gopher. Basically, so they go to meet the actor that's going to be in this in this movie. Um, Harry Carey. Harry Carey, yeah. Yes, he's a famous actor. And they're kind of like sitting together reading over the script, and they're like, this is terrible. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah. And so they have to like rewrite it. Does, does this happen a lot too? Like if someone's given a script, is it, I mean, if, if people are just, if you're, if you're, if production companies are just buying people scripts to just have the mm. idea there like it mm-hmm. can be it can be changed upon as much as they want right since the script isn't technically the person's any of the writers anymore or is there yeah. still some involvement like this, i think it this depends. was interesting too yeah, yeah yeah i think it really depends I, I think it really depends on on the writing and who produces it and how long it's been out there you know, there's a lot of factors. Yeah, and probably the copyright attached to the to the script as well. Like, if the writer really wanted to have a close connection with it and, and see it through to the film stage, like, that's probably where it would kind of teeter. Um, yeah, yeah. And in, in, in involvement from the writer. Well, even if they do change it, they don't typically credit anybody else. It's crazy. Um but yeah. yeah, so they don't like this. And, and you know what, to be honest, these scripts are, are pretty vague anyway, because they're silent films. So it's like, you just say, okay, we're going to shoot this scene, this scene, this scene. And you know, what's the point of this scene? That's it, right? Like, it's pretty yeah, general. Like, what's the emotion portrayed in this scene? Like, what kind of like, silent films were so about emoting like facial mm. emoting mm-hmm. and less about actual acting talent because you really just had to appear over dramatically sad or appear yeah. over dramatically happy and mm-hmm. that was it like you really just had to set the mood and the actor just kind of did whatever and then they 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 slapped the words on there because no <laughs> yeah. one was actually saying anything yeah it's crazy um so indy's first day as a PA. I got, I think I should play a little bit of John Ford talking to Harry Carey because I think it's, it's really intense and great. And the actor who plays John Ford is, is awesome. Like he really is a really intense dude, uh, but very yeah. different than the way Sondheim or what, what his name was. Um, he, I mean, it's, it's like Stroheim. Stroheim. Yeah. So like Ford is great. I just got to play a little bit of what he's saying here. While India is furiously writing notes down on loose leaf paper. Freelance outlaw. Now, old Flint, he wants the farmer's out. So, what does he do? Sets up my only best friend to get me. A marksman. Killer. Yeah, a killer. All right, all right. So now you see old Flint and this man for what they really are. They are your evil sign. They have broken every sacred code that you have now committed your life to. They have to die. I think he's great. Like, this is a great director. Somebody who breaks down the script. Um, 
talks to the actors, like notifies with like their their emotional points are, you know, in the script. It's great. Yeah, I love the second part of this just in the movie making aspect because yeah, mm-hmm. John Ford will like he talks to I can't remember what what the other actress's name is, but they they film like multiple takes of her doing a scene. And I love how and and I'm pretty sure they do almost the exact same thing in uh, singing in the rain where they're just mm-hmm. kind of like saying, okay, now hold his hand. Now yeah. slightly release his hand. Now turn away slightly to your left. Like they're just directing you as you move on the screen. And it's so funny. We'll, we'll kind of get to it more because Indy gets involved at some point. And, yeah. yeah. And it's ridiculous. Well, so um, Indy is, is, is on his first mission as a PA to go get Wyatt Earp. And so Wyatt Earp was a a real person, um, but he is like played by somebody. I really would like to see exactly um, what the context of this was. So he was like a a a person who was an actual like was Actor? in, in or a- yeah, like he was in Tombstone. Um, and he was a real person. So, like, I think that there's a show and, like, a whole concept around him as being an American cowboy. Um, so, oh, so he Wyatt was, Earp is actually from history, but yes, then yes. he was also... And the this actor guy in Indiana Jones was also him in, like, an old Western show or something? Like, it kind of does, like, a double thing? Oh, I don't know. I'm oh. not really sure. <laughs> this guy I'm not was sure like about this real, actor, but he was old. <laughs> this guy was real old and real intense. Yeah. So it wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me if this actor was actually in. I know. Yeah. Um, so, but apparently White Earp was a real person. His Wikipedia says he was an old West lawman and gambler in Arizona in, in Tombstone, which is a real... Arizona like town I think um, and so the man in in Young Indiana Jones was I guess used for movies and stuff I guess they like wanted to reference him to make sure that their their movie was good that it like really was like the old west like Wyatt Earp remembers you know because he's like really old in this I guess apparently he died in 1929 so he's supposed to be really old Okay. Um, yeah, I do, I really don't know who the actor is who played him though. So if you want to, I just like, found him. His name oh. is Leo Gordon. Uh huh. And it definitely looks like he was in some olden timey westerns. Oh, see that's that's exactly um, exactly. Oh, great. But maybe let's see. Yeah. He, like Gun Fury. <laughs> so like in the fifties, he was really. He was very prominent. Yeah. Oh, cool. Interesting. I really have not seen that many westerns. I gotta. I gotta watch more. <laughs> I gotta watch. Yeah, some of these we watched the really Searchers in in study of film, and I really liked that one. And was I out when we watched High Noon? Were um, we yes, out? we were both out. We we were doing something important. I think we went. We went somewhere. We like had did we, to... go, did we go see Ellen that day? No, <laughs> it it was I think when the um when we had our Mexican exchange students and we went to Disneyland. 
Oh, was that it? <laughs> I think oh, it that was. was. That was a fun day. <laughs> it was worth not watching oh. High Noon. Oh, so worth it. We had <laughs> such a fun day at Disneyland. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, with Los Angeles. Oh, yeah. Um, and I think I've... S- no, I don't think I've seen the original True Grit. I've only seen the new one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, westerns, westerns are fun. Um, they are fun, yeah. So when do they... Okay, so John Ford is talking with the fin- with another finance guy again, and he's saying, you know, you have, you have six days to shoot this film, and you have ten reels to use. And... And John Ford was very good, was well known for, I mean, he says this himself in the show. I don't know if he was actually, but, you know, he's, mm-hmm. he, he stays true to his schedule and he doesn't go over the amount that he has for reels. Because uh, I think he had made a comment before when they were saying that Stroheim had 30 reels of film and he's like, he's like, oh man, I could have made 25 films with, the, with that many reels. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or something. I mean, it's some crazy amount of films because of how much money this guy was spending. Exactly. Crazy amount. Um, so he had six days to film this and they had 10 reels to shoot. And they're... And, and because they'd kind of rewritten the script a little bit, they wanted to kind of take it off the lot because um, mm-hmm. that was the original plan because uh, have we gotten to the part where Indy and Claire plan on like while Indy's working with John Ford um, that they're gonna like just hang out together alone for like for like a week or something isn't that what the conversation they had I don't remember well and I really like the scene where Indy goes to get uh Wyatt. What's his name? Wyatt Earp? Because yes. it's just all I, I, all the cowboy actors are just hanging out in a saloon on yes, set, like wait, it's waiting to be called for movies. Yeah. So he he walks into this like normal looking building, and the front's like a diner, you know, checkered uh, tablecloths and all that. There's like a there's a waitress there. He's like, oh, I'm looking for Wyatt Earp. She's like, oh, he's in the back. And he walks in, and it's like he's walked into a Western saloon. He gets in there, and it's dusty grounds. Everything's brown. All the men look like cowboys. And they're like, I'm looking for Wyatt. And then it, the guy's like, who's asking? And then he's like, Indiana Jones. He's like, he's back there. He goes back there, and he goes, um, we need you to help us with the film John Ford sent me. And he goes, why didn't you say so? Yeah, it's so hilarious. They all, like, stare at him, like, completely in character. The music stops. And yeah, again, it's my amazing. little sister was watching this with me, and she's like, why does he keep walking in on sets? And I'm like, Kimmy, I don't think this is a set. I think no. these, these, these cowboy actors are just hanging out in a saloon. Yeah, and it's like they're all, bu- they're like all like really, you know, tough guys, and it's supposed to look like a real saloon. It, it's fucking great. Yeah, it reminds me of the scene in The Artist where all the, the lady, the girl dancers were in a group, like, waiting to be called to be in a movie. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And that's, and that's where the the what was her name lead actress the um yeah the lead actress yeah um gets chosen to be dancer girl number seven or something like they're they're just getting extras and they just like they huddle outside of the studio building and they're like okay you 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 and you and then it's just so chaotic yeah. Chaos. Uh, so <laughs> Wyatt Earp, then they have this like nice scene where Wyatt Earp is like teaching Harry Carey how to shoot a gun um and shoot the uh 
the bottles off of the thing just to just to get used to it just to get to like in in the character and I'm glad that they got that that actor Leo Gordon I, it's great that you know he was in a lot of movies and that this is like kind of a tribute to having him in it as well as such a fixed like a wonderful historical character like Wyatt Earp I'm sure he was excited about that yeah exactly and it's just and with his knowledge of being in all the westerns he kind of like because they were going to shoot with shotguns or something or rifles and or they mm -hmm. wanted to shoot with rifles instead because they're just a cooler looking gun and it'll make it a lot more realistic like he was kind of trying to show them how to have a realistic they kept saying gunfight but he was like ambush there's no such thing as a gunfight <laughs> like <laughs> I love he's it. being real intense about it yeah um then they're like writing they're rewriting the script and indy has to write it on a typewriter and he's basically like He's like a, a, a do-anything man, you know, that's what a, a PA does. But he's working, you know, directly with the director and Harry Carey, and, it, and it's exciting that he gets to do this um, and to, to try it out and, and see how it works out for him being a PA. I think it's a perfect job for him. Yeah, he's very quick to respond, very, like, he he takes instruction well. We know this from all of his espionage work. Um, he's, he's great with worst not sleeping. Ever. Yeah. <laughs> the worst spy ever. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that seems like forever ago, man. God. Yeah, that he was a spy, man. Yeah. Just... The, do you remember the war? Wow. Remember how yeah, happy I've, we were I've when the war ended? <laughs> yeah, I've been listening to all those episodes, and I'm like, I can't believe that Indy did this <laughs> at oh one point. Oh, my God. Ugh. It's such a great story. So much adventure. Yeah. Oh, man. So after they... What is it? Okay, I think I think we're getting close to his to his uh, talk with Claire. Yes, um, at nighttime when she's, she's, like, riding late at night. Yeah, she's riding. Um, he had just gone off, like, writing his movie. And I can't remember what they say here. Should well, we do, you want, do you want to play it? Yeah, I'll just... Let's play it when I went up. All right, what do they say? I kind of zoned out whenever they would talk. How did it go with Jack? Great, we just got finished rewriting the script. It's. I can see why you love doing this. Oh, this is cute. You can? Yeah, creating a world and, and characters and bringing them to life. It's. Yeah. It's hard, though. Yeah. I wish I could do it. You could. I got some invites to a party at Rick's, and I tried to find you to tell you. Oh, okay. Um, so this is where she kind of gets another party invite, and Indy just wants to go hang out at her place, I guess. So I think they just go there. Yeah, they go back to her, like, beautiful house that's on the beach. Yeah. Like, what? What? <laughs> yeah, like, I, but I, it looks like a little shack on the beach. Like, it's like... Yeah, it's, but it's, like, real cute. Yeah, it's cute, real, but it's, it's like... Cute. Who lives on the beach? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm not sure when they... Okay, so I think... Okay, this is where they kind of have a little fight. They have a little tiff, um, yeah. 
Yeah. Try to they talk about too. how long he's going to be there. And he says, you know, I want to be shooting this movie for the next week. Um, we should, you know, d- date until I leave, I guess. And we'll just figure out maybe you can move with me to Chicago. And she's like, no, it would be easier if you just uh, move schools to the West Coast. And he's like, well, I don't know about that. So how about we just figure this out at the end of the week? <laughs> Basically. Yeah, like, they have to make such a crazy decision. Like, Indy is going back to school in two weeks. And, yeah. And he's like, well, I guess I just got to figure it out in two weeks. And I'm like, "What? how do you, like, you're figuring out if you're either going to go back home, which will take a couple of days, and you have to get ready for school, which will take a couple of days, or you have to drop out of your one university and apply and get into another one? Like, it must have not been very hard to no, switch schools back in the day. I don't think it would have been. I mean, it would have been something to do, but it's just like, is there even a university that could that has an archaeology degree in California at this time? I don't even know. Oh, yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. So, but like, we, he sees you know. that picture of Tony on the fridge of her and Tony. <laughs> It's and really he gets cute. All, he gets all butthurt about it. Yeah, he, he doesn't like it that he, she's dating Tony because he likes her. He has a crush on her. And, like, she's a really cool girl. And I get it. You know, Indy's had so many lovers in this show. But it's so cute because it's the morning time. And he's, like, looking at all, like, the beautiful, like, uh, seagulls flying across the, the sky. And then he turns and sees her sleeping on the table. And he just looks at her, like, longingly because he really likes her. It's It's adorable. Yeah, there is a little bit of a problematic conversation that they have later when he's like on set for the movie and they're like talking Mm -hmm. about, we can kind of get to when we get there, but it's just, it's, it, it shouldn't have been said. (laughs) Yeah, we should definitely play it. Um, do we just want to jump to that? We kind of, there's really not much that happens by the time they leave for the shoot. (sighs) Yeah, there's not. There's not a lot of, like, the actors come in, and then Indy's just being a PA. He's just waiting to oh. leave, right? Isn't that the idea? Also in the house, that's when Indy is like, is like, Tony shouldn't even be in the picture. You belong to me. And oh, she's like, whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa, buddy. Like, <laughs> yeah. like she says yeah. it. Oh, man, I gotta, I gotta just. Okay, gonna, you find I'm that. Just gonna, I'm just gonna do this right now. It's it's just playing in the background, like you told me to. I can't believe I, I can't believe you told me how you do this like two episodes ago, and now I'm just now doing this. <laughs> oh my god! I've been writing thorough notes and finding the time code and getting ready to play the time code and not just watching the episode again with you. It really while we talk helped. About it. it really helped when we were watching them on Amazon for that brief time because then I could put the captions oh, yeah. on when we watch them on. Yes, the uh, captions. The we watch them on captions. <laughs> we watch them on YouTube. I miss we the can't captions. Get... I know. I know. Okay. Oh, no. Okay, let me play this. Sulky little boy, look. No, I don't. Yes, you do. She's like, like, what's somebody wrong? Ate all of your candy. I know that look. He sees the picture. He took it off the fridge. He's sulking. He's my boyfriend, remember? Well, I thought I was your boyfriend. That doesn't mean I don't have feelings for Tony. Well, it's just a little hard for me to accept. Well, you're going to have to. Why can't you just dump him? What? Dump him. You know, get rid of him. I don't believe this. 
Listen, you belong to me. I don't belong no. to anyone. What gives you the right? Because I love you. Well, that doesn't mean you own me. I didn't say that. Did no, but did. you think it. <laughs> you think you dirty. have exclusive rights over me. Like I'm some piece of merchandise. Well, think again. That's not what I meant. Oh, Indy, you fucking said it. Yeah, that wasn't cool, Indy. You don't own women. <laughs> don't you don't own anyone. <laughs> and he's like, I didn't say that. Yeah, you did. You did well, though. Okay, let's be honest, like older Indy portrayed by, you know, Harrison Ford is also a womanizer and definitely oh, completely. Very you problematic. Know, yeah, he's problematic. And so like seeing him not learn this as a young man makes sense that he would become the person that he does. He's, he definitely is a womanizer. So, you know, there's that. Yeah. And just the way that relationships were filmed back in the day were just very problematic. They were just very forceful and like, uh, the men were so grabby. <laughs> like, it's just, it's, it's bad. <laughs> Uh, yeah yeah so, so okay so they somehow make up and they're just like hanging out at her house yeah um, and i think this is when indy kind of says like you know i just i just need i just need tony to be out of the picture for like a week like we just need time to hang out together see if this is gonna work and we can make a decision of whether i'll transfer here or you'll move with me to chicago but she yeah. already said that's not that's not happening right um, so yeah, and then Andy goes to work the next day and does his PA stuff, and they tell him that he that they're going to go to the desert to shoot the the film, the the western. So um, they're going to leave like immediately. They're going to leave like that day, and he only like has that, about yeah yeah he only has like a minute to tell um, Claire like goodbye basically. Yeah, every time he tries to walk away to go talk to her, people see him and they're like, Indy, what are you doing? And he's like, I just got, I, I just, gotta, I need to get some maps. Some maps. Fumbles over his word. Yes. Like, he yeah. just has to make up an excuse to, so go, to go talk to her because he's, he's got to tell her. Yeah. And, and you know what? He, so he goes to her, to her little writer's house, which is just, it's crazy that she has like an entire like house to herself, but she, she goes <laughs> to, writer's house. Yeah. She goes to this little house on the set and he sees that she's in there with, um, with Tony and he has to tell her goodbye and it's a little sad and she's like, oh, why don't you come inside? You know, even though Tony's there and it's just like, at this point, the thought did cross through my mind. Like, not gonna lie. What? <laughs> what? What if, what if that Claire and Tony were like scheming to try to get Indy to join them as a thruple. <laughs> oh, no, she was. She was trying to join them as a thruple. Like, like they would all be with each other. You know, like yeah. Tony yeah. would be with Indy. Indy would be with Claire. Claire would be no, with Tony. I, like, think, I think that's exactly what she was trying to get at because <laughs> because she was like she's like and what he and and who knows maybe you and Tony will learn to like each other. Like, yes, she, that's what I was. <laughs> She said that. I was like, she said that. I was like, Indy, like, 
I, you know, I'm not saying that you shouldn't do this, but maybe you should at least talk to Tony. Maybe you'll like him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, don't, like, don't just, don't throw this opportunity away. I mean, come on. Tony seems like a real cool dude, even though we never talk to him. <laughs> <laughs> He's like the same as Indy, because he, like, he's, like, also kind of, like, a klutz. He, like, yeah. falls, you know, and it's like, Indy is a klutz, too, and so it's, it's great. Um, yeah, but, yeah. And, like she is... tries to kiss him, and Tony's like creepily looking at them from behind. <laughs> like he's like he's like getting off on it. Like I swear to God, like Tony's like, <laughs> dude, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh man, oh, Tony so was glad. into it. <laughs> yes, I know. He's like not weird about this. That's what I was trying to say. Oh, okay. Anyway, that's not what happens, but God, he totally I was gives him, He totally looks at him, like, up and down. Like, he totally gives him an up-down look. Like In the background, like, hey. he's, like, sultrily, like, looking at him. He's, like, in his <gasps> tan suit. It's I it's, just saw it. I, <laughs> it's really something else. I Okay, okay. We just have to leave this topic. I can't. Like, he was it. totally making, like, sexy eyes at Indy. Like, it, it, yeah, I know! <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, okay all right oh man no and no i totally believe you man this is this was so this is claire claire wanted this she was trying to set it up she really wasn't like you know that's just us that's what we thought that's that's how lucas filmed it so great um and when and when the other actress comes out of the taxi because uh, she shows up to set and they're like about to leave um, yes she she's totally making eyes at indy i thought that they were gonna kind of have a thing mm-hmm. and then in, and then indy would finally recognize that you know maybe there are you can't you can really care for more than one person which you can and he has yeah he so, said that he did yeah so it's not impossible and and i thought that maybe that would kind of turn into a thing <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't see that happening. Um, I think her name she, was Gloria. She just really looked at him. Yeah, like, when she came out of the taxi, so I was like, "Oh, is, is Gloria kind of into him?" Yeah, um, for sure, for sure. But no. Um, so he runs, has to catch the cavalcade of cars that are leaving, um, and and then and, Claire oh, runs, and Claire out runs after him. After him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're gone already. Yeah, um, yeah. So she really does care for Indy. She she doesn't want him to leave. She really wanted them all to be a throuple. It was it was her she dream. She really did. She, yeah. This yeah. She wanted this. This is what yeah. she wanted. Yeah. So um, then so they're going out to this really pretty, just like wide plain. open plain. Yeah. That I've never seen this in California in my entire life. I don't understand how there's green there. They had to leave California in order to get to this. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like, where is this shot? Because it doesn't look like California. That There's too green. It is too green. Like, I don't... Is it maybe up north a little bit? Like, I have no clue. I don't know, but because, it's beautiful. Because if you, it is. It really is. And, you know, they're, they're coming on to where they're going to be shooting. Um, so... How did that house get there? Like, did they bring it, or did they build it when they got there? I think they built or was it. it. I think already they already there. They built the house. I'm pretty sure that that's what happened. I think that they brought contractors and things, and they just built it. But uh, but here's a fun scene that they're just so they're 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 driving. Indy's like, oh, this is a really pretty sunset. He's like, too bad we can't shoot it now. And then John Ford's like, why not? And so they all stop. 
The actors are all getting changed into their outfits. It's great. I and, love it. And they're setting up the camera. And um, I'm going to play it right when they kind of start directing everyone. Like, I really Oh, that's like... a great idea. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, fun. yeah, 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 yeah. So hold on. Just... Okay, here we go. Okay, here we go. We're going to shoot this in silhouette. We'll wait for the sun to hide. Go behind that strip of clouds and break it up. Okay. Thank you. Miss Mayfat, could you move a little closer, please? Close enough so you can touch. That's it. I need music. Mr. Flanagan, if you would. Carl. Almost, Jack. There. Okay. Fire, please. And we're rolling. In action. All right, Kitty, I want you to take his hand. You don't want him to go. Gaze into his eyes. Slowly let his hand slip away. Still looking. Take one step back very slowly. Turn. Back to the farm. Just flip. She's out of frame. It's all yours, Harry. That was a really cool scene. Yeah, it was really sweet. And you know what What I was really thinking was they got this gorgeous sunset, right? And it's like so beautiful and really well caught on film. And then I was thinking they're shooting on black and white film. Like you cannot capture the majesty of the colors of the sky in black and white, you know? Nope. <laughs> like, exactly there's only nope. so much you can do with black and white, especially with a beautiful sunset. Yeah. Yeah, that was just that totally. was just my thinking. Um, but it was really cool because the guy got on the horse and Harry Carey, and then he like goes off into the sunset on the horse, and it's really beautiful. Like they did do a good job. Um, I like this director dude too. Yeah, yeah, he was really cool. And thinking thinking about the story now, like we again, we only get clips of like just little scenes of this movie. We don't really exactly know what's happening, but. It kind of sounds like the main character had two guys to choose mm-hmm. from as well. Yeah, like that's, a, like a, yeah. Like a bad, like, not bad, but, like, someone who's really not the best for her, and then, mm-hmm. and then Harry Carey. Yeah. Um, so that's funny. It's kind of, like, parallel to, to the story with Claire, almost, a little bit. Oh, 100%. Uh, I was gonna say exactly. that earlier, but I didn't, because I was waiting for this, and you came to that conclusion. <laughs> so, good job. <laughs> By this time, I came to that conclusion. Well, okay, so they're all sitting around the campfire now, um, basically just, like, blazing saddles. And my roommate walked in and was like, is this blazing saddles? And I was like, no, it's it's young Indiana Jones, but they sure look like blazing saddles. Because um, they all are, like, sleeping in tents and, and going around the campfire at nighttime, just like real cowboys. It's adorable. Um, Indy is trying to write a letter to Claire, telling her to, you know, that he's sorry or that he loves her or something. And they're like, okay, dude, what you got to do is you have to tell her that you want to let her go. And then she'll come running into your arms. Um, and he's like, really? Come on. I don't want to tell her that. And they're like, it's true. That's how women work. <laughs> they don't want to be told what to do. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember exactly um, uh, if they brought it up here. But no, they, they were do. kind of bringing up, like, um, 
like, oh, does she love you? And he's like, yeah, I think so. And it's like, well, then she should be okay with, with dropping whatever she's got here and moving with you to Chicago. And I'm like, I know. Um, uh, no, no, no. If she loves, if she loves you, she'd, she'd go with you. And I'm like, um, okay. Well, it's a, two, it's a two-way street here, people. It's a yeah, two-way street. You, you gotta be reasonable about this. She has a dream. She loves movies. That's where she belongs. Yeah, and Hollywood's a place to be for her if she wants to do this career path. So it's just, uh, it's not like that, people. Yeah, totally. Um, so then... So is uh, that what he writes to her in his letter? He, yeah, he says, basically... Like, I'm, he, not, I'm not the guy for you? Is that what she, Is that what... Oh, she reads the letter later when she comes. So that's right. She uh, does. I'll, I'll play it when it gets to that point for sure. Yeah. So then we have the house scene. <laughs> um, oh yeah. Basically, what happens in this scene is that uh, the the character with the black hat um, is like her other love interest, like Slim or something. Yeah. Um, and he gets on his horse, and then they there's a an earthquake because it's. It's the West Coast. And um, it's great because the camera shakes and everything's like, oh, is it an earthquake? And it seems like a pretty big earthquake. <laughs> yeah, with the amount of shaking that was happening on the camera. Yeah. Um, so and it shakes house... so much that the, that a lamp, a gas lamp inside, like, falls over and catches things on fire. And Indy, so smart, picks up a bucket of gasoline. Yeah. And... <laughs> Tosses it on it. Oh, the fire in the house at this point is like, well, you're not going to get that back. <laughs> like, that's, you fucking threw gasoline onto the house. It is not going to happen. Um, yeah. And again, and, the safety of actors at Jeopardy here, they're like, oh, let's run with this. It's like a completely un, like, uncontrolled fire. Like, this isn't like movie magic here where they know what they're doing and they can control this fire. It's just happening. And they're like, okay, let's shoot. They're like, Mary, or whatever the heck your name is. <laughs> yeah. Like, pr- like scream that your house is on fire and be really sad. And she's like, okay. And so she does it. Yeah. And, then, and now he's like, Harry, Carrie, go in and try to save her stuff. <laughs> or, or like, try- stop her from going inside. And then he like grabs her and she's like, no, my house, my belongings. <laughs> my house, and, my things. <laughs> and, and, then she, and then he's like, okay, now... Hug her and go in and try to grab her stuff. And that's just this whole thing. He gets, just... like, a, a fire blanket and, like, goes in there and, just, like, grabs, like, a pot, you know? And it's just so silly. Um, it's a silly concept because, you know what I was thinking was, this woman's clothes have to be the most flammable clothes on the planet because it's, like, it's 1920 or whatever. Like, they weren't making... Oh, yeah. <laughs> shit was, like, made of wool or, yeah. like, <laughs> all this crazy shit. Super flammable shit. Yeah. Um, and this is where this is where a snake comes in as well, and Indy mm-hmm. freaks out and jumps mm-hmm. into the back of a wagon, because he's like, I hate snakes! And he, like, yeah. runs away. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Um, and, and then Harry Carey, like, tries to scene. shoot the shoot the snake snake. then we have like a kind of reel of all of the like action sequences that we're seeing in this in this movie so far i guess it's like a montage of what's happening Mm -hmm. so there's like there's like really difficult stunts going on like people having to ride horses down entire mountains and and jumping off of cliffs into water it's just it's a lot so um definitely like the 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 scene is set that she has two boyfriends basically and 
the, the shoots are still continuing in the hot sun desert and Indy like looks completely like every time we get a shot of him he's like in some way exacerbated like it, like completely like tired and like breathing really hard yeah like the last mo- like the last episode where <laughs> he was the stagehand yes yes so oh, the supply so truck good. comes the guy that the actor that's playing slim or whatever um is hammered like he's just he's like oh supply trucks here yeah. hopefully more booze and <laughs> and indy's like oh did did anything come for me and the girl their girl actress is like no sorry oh whoa. Um, um jack and i don't really know what they All talk right, let's about let's take a here. break oh just like the letter and then like oh, him God. loving the girl oh, and that he should probably just mail the letter to, uh, to her yeah, Evan so at this at this us. point, did he not mail her the, the letter yet? Was he just kind of hoping that no. she would send something to him? Or he, he did send it and she hasn't replied yet? No, he doesn't send it yet. He sends it with the, the cart of men um, later. That's right, in the he, next day. Yeah, so um, then he's just chatting okay, with the guys work, around Rob. the fire, you know, what they could do. Um, Jack, 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 and, and Indy has an idea, like, because the house has, has been burnt you. down, that they don't have a house anymore, but they still have the frame. Screen. So then John's like, oh, well, we could shoot it in the frame and just pretend like we're from the inside of the house or something. Um, so then they need to get the man with the black hats character to um, be in it as well. But he's completely drunk. They drag him out and prop him up against uh, the wind, the door frame. And the director is holding him up with his hand while they, uh, while they film him. Yeah. And they were somehow able to get his body out of the scene. Yes. Like, um, she does a whole scene with him. She makes a joke like, I, I gotta, I gotta just play it a little bit because she does make a joke about right, playing with a them. corpse, and I just, I gotta, I gotta play. Let it be. Look at them, Harry and Kitty. Yes, Look at them. All right, I'll saddle your horse. Put you on top of yes. All right, turn over. Play. Cut. Action, Kitty. What are you doing? You do what I tell you. You understand, Slim? You go back to your father and you tell him I'm not moving. Quiet. You do what I say, you understand, Slim? Ladies and gentlemen, he keeps falling forward onto her. It's really funny. Foot in front of the other without falling flat on his face has yet to make it out of the nursery. I've never seen such a basic lack of coordination in one human being. That's lush. And then the guy falls forward onto his his face. Edwin. Thank you. Good job, Edwin. You see, it worked. Can you always poke him with a stick? He's not drunk, he's dead. I'm from New York. And then Wyatt Earp. And he shoots a snake in his tent and he brings it out. Yeah, so this guy got bit by a snake and died in the night. Horrible. Just Someone's already died on this set. Yeah. And he keeps poking him with a stick. It's hilarious. And he's poking a dead man with a stick. And this is where where they're like, okay, well, we need a new Slim. And this is where John Ford's like, like, how about Indy do it? Yeah, he just just takes the dead man's hat and pops it on top of Indy. And Indy's like, uh... (laughs) Got a schedule, guys. Got to get back to it. We'll send the necessary messaging to his family later, I guess. 
And Indy oh has God. literally never acted before. So he's standing next to this horse. The director's shouting at him, telling him what to do. He keeps looking up at, at the director, like, you know, looking at the director and looking at the camera and not... Like he just doesn't know what to do at all, uh, and they yeah. tell her they tell him to saddle his horse, and he like trips over the saddle. <laughs> and they're like, "Oh like, boy!" Three steps to hell. And so Indy gets embarrassed again because he's like, "Clutch." Yeah, and all three up. And uh, but everyone seems like everyone has a la little laugh about it. But then yeah. later when they're having a, a break for lunch, you know, they kind of just say, you know, loosen up. Don't look at the director. Just kind of hear what he's saying and just do what he says. Yeah. Like, yeah, basically. basically not do yeah. <laughs> what you're told. I mean, was that helpful? I don't know. Three. Uh, yeah, I don't know. But we we have another montage of all of the stuntmen in this. Cut. movie doing Getting hurt and having to leave <laughs> yeah like, like what is so many stuntmen like there's there's wagons Sorry everywhere there's that, horses everywhere there's people getting <laughs> shot there's people falling like from really great heights um it, it is it's like hilarious on their back like like a like a back flop yeah like just so many yeah so it's it's kind of hilarious because we do get this background of of them and it's we really don't know what's going on but it's just a lot of action. Um, yeah, and, and there's one scene where this guy, like, where Harry Carey has to shoot this guy and Indy has to run in at Slim and say, "No, that's my that's my grandfather, so that's my father." Then he legit gets punched. Like the guy, it's not even a fake like film punch. This guy actually punches in. And Indy is and like wailing on the ground. He's like, oh. <laughs> I think he hit him with the part of his rifle. Like he like did. whacked him in the face. And Indy's like, holy shit, that hurt. <laughs> and then he trips him. Like it, it's hilarious. Like Indy is getting hurt. He's, it's just too much for him. He can't, he can't do it. Um, but he's still going. The director's having these long conversations with this blowing wind and sunset where we just get like a silhouette of him. It's, it's another montage again. And we kind of have an interesting, where's the scene where John Ford's like talking to the finance guy and he, he's like, we're a day behind. And he just rips out 10 pages of the script. <laughs> yeah, that's coming up. But this is basically when all of the, uh, the uh, extras on all of the stuntmen get hurt. So we just get to watch them all getting hurt and getting pulled on stretchers. This is when Indy says, can you mail this for me? When all of the stuntmen on stretchers are going back. More montage. Like, there's so many little montages of, like, old westerns in this um, that some some random editor had to go through and find all these. Uh, and it's just got this, like... Not that one. Yeah, this is this is the scene. The next one is the scene where they are talking about how they just need to rip out all those pages. And they only have, like, one more day of shooting left. Yeah, so they have to cut some stuff out, and then Claire arrives. Yeah, because she's like, I'm in love with Indy because you sent me this letter. I gotta play it. What have they but done? I'm still in love with Tony. <laughs> here we go. That's why I'm here. Do you always write letters like this? What do you mean? 
No one can stop me loving you, Claire. But I'm just not the right man for you. You need someone steady, reliable, and smart, like old Tony. I nearly vomited over my waffles when I read this. <laughs> and who are you to tell me who's right for me and who isn't? <laughs> nice job, Bindi. You got her back. I mean, I thought that that answer back to her was a little problematic as well, just because, like, I mean, if you truly like Tony as well, like, that's that's not the type of relationship Indy wants, and he has a right to say that, you know, to let her go. Like, she yeah. didn't have to, she didn't have to, you know, Christian Grey and, like, push you herself try. back into your life. Like, it's just... <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah. But um, so at this point, does she does she officially dump Tony guy. and she's just with Indy now, or is Tony still kind of in the picture? <laughs> it's unclear, honestly. I, I think I think she confused. did. Like I feel like she did dump Tony, um, but it's not exactly clear. Um, while this this woman is singing around the fire, Indy's making out with Claire underneath the full moon by. You know, again, Andy's only supposed to be there for a couple weeks. How is there another full moon? <laughs> Wait, when was the first full moon? It was when they were in the car in the beginning. They like were hanging out, you know, and make out point. It's the it's the legendary second full moon that only happens every fifty-seven years. <laughs> Two full moons in one month. Look at that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's a rare occurrence. Make sure you're out on that night. So then there's this hilarious Jack. scene of these all of the all of the Morning. crew pushing well, this wagon up this day. hill. Yes. So now they've figured out that? that there's no more well, stuntmen, so Indy has to be a stuntman. Um, and it's the last day of shooting, but he has to do a pretty dangerous stunt where this um, uh, horse-drawn like carriage is being pulled down the mountain um, by four horses, and Indy has to jump from one horse to the, another horse to slow it, down fine. the carriage. Kitty's so right it's a very a intense <laughs> shot. Today, but before Andy does this, he has to um, talk to John Ford well, you know, about right. possibly getting paid because Claire's like, ask him how much <laughs> the stuntmen get paid Jones. for the stunt like this. And he's like, yeah, you know, like 50 bucks. And then Indy's like, the okay, shot, I want 60. And then Claire's like, well, that was stupid of you to say. And Indy's like, why? You know, I need the money for tuition. It's like most of my tuition. It's like half my tuition. It's like, what? And then she's like, you could have gotten... You could have gotten a hundred out of it. Sixty. <laughs> Such a silly scene. Um, and yeah, then we get Done. we get Indy doing this crazy ass stunt, which the girl doesn't need to be in this stunt because they can get a dummy. Yeah, and she's like, no, I don't get paid enough for this. Let me know when when you need me for a close up. And they put this. Hilarious, hilarious, big-headed big dummy. Oh, the dummy the is so funny. It's not even convincing at all. It is just, it is so like, it's not. It's just, it's not even sitting properly in the seat, and it's just arms are just splayed <laughs> out, like, right like on the, the carriage, and its face just is doesn't even look truck. human. Good luck. Yeah. Like, so, they're shooting this scene, and they 
Just don't it's, okay, so like, on the wagon, let's just talk about the anatomy of this scene. No so we are watching this from afraid. a... Um, audience perspective of watching indie while they're making this movie but we're also watching them make the movie so it's like we've got all of these really cool shots of all the right, horse's legs done. and then all from cameras. the back and from the front but the people that Action are Morgan. following indie are just alongside him so they can only get so much so many of these shots but they're yeah. getting it anyway they had to been very close to so get some of these like low shots like under the wagon yeah yeah like right behind indy as he's as he's riding his horse up to the wagon like yeah yeah not so not he out. has to jump onto this horse before it can jump over a cliff um and so but he tries it he tries to get on the horse he falls but still grabs onto the horse manages to hold himself under like, he's underneath the carriage, but grabs onto it so that he can crawl back up from the back of the carriage underneath it to get back onto a horse. So it's a really intense scene, and from what the uh, the Indiana Jones wiki says, um, I'm just going to just read this last sentence here. It says, Indy fills in, getting some quick acting lessons from Harry Carey and tips on that authenticity from Wider. Ford's film features a show-stopping stunt, a jump from a horse to a carriage, including a hair-raising turn being dragged from behind the cart, a trick that will serve Indy well in only 16 years or so. <laughs> because he does it in Indiana Jones. Yeah, it does. It's so, it's great. Well, yeah. it's, a, well, it's intense. Yeah. So the scene ends up where everyone's watching it in the movie room, premiere room. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they use the, the words he put in his letter to, to yeah. Claire, saying, no one can stop you from loving you, kitty. And, yeah. But I'm just not the right man for you. <laughs> it's absolutely perfect. It's so good. So funny, and uh, Indy's leg is broken because of this. <laughs> he's on crutches. He's saying goodbye to all of his friends at Universal Pictures, and he gets in another cute yellow taxi cab. And he has to say goodbye to Claire and to, to John Ford. And um, it's great because him and Claire don't say anything because obviously they're not going to stay together. Like they can't stay yeah. together. Indy has to go. They don't want to say bye. They don't want to say. Leave it where it's at. Yeah. So, yeah, she just she looks at him longingly, and you know, they he gets into the car, and he just he drives off. She's got such pretty hair. She does. Like she's she's a good kisser too. And that little. Okay. Yeah, I could definitely tell from all that face eating. Yeah. Like there's not it's not bad. Like they really don't skimp on the kisses. That's for sure. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, and we get that shot, and they say goodbye to him. That's the end. That's the end. Yeah, that's the end. end. That's the end. (laughs) These are the last. These are the last moments we get to remember Indy by. It's so sad. (laughs) I know Alfonso. Spent a lot of time with this this young whippersnapper. Oh, 
I just, I really love him. Like, I, I think I, I like definitely have grown to care for SPF as indie, like much more than I care for Harrison Ford as indie. Like, I don't know about you, but um, I'll, I will agree with that. But I'm gonna say I've, I've grown to care for for baby indie a lot oh. more than. <laughs> Harrison Ford's in me. Oh, baby Indy and Miss Seymour. And oh, Miss Seymour. Oh, I, I recently re- re-listened to the, the episode where, where Miss Seymour dies. Oh. <laughs> and I just, I couldn't. Yeah, yes. and I, you know, I'm listening to the beginning and we just love her, and she's so great. And, you know, everybody who's listening, I would really encourage you to go listen to the original ones from three years ago that we recorded, because it is they're just so sweet, and we don't know anything about this story, and we were just so, so little. We were, we were just happy to be experiencing this with each other. <laughs> yeah. And with all of you. Yeah. And downs of, of indie. So, um, uh, and there were many. There I'll give many. Uh, this episode. Um, oh, geez. I'll give it uh, seven cowboys out of ten cowboys. Really? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, I really enjoyed this episode. I'm probably going to give it a solid, like, Eight and a half glasses of ox blood out of ten. <laughs> roofie drinks. I, yeah, roofie drinks or Italian princes. I, I, I couldn't. I couldn't decide. There's so many to choose from. Oh boy. Yeah. Oh. This was a really great episode. Yeah, it was fun. I I didn't like it as much as last uh, episode. With Andy's three girlfriends, but um, that was pretty funny. That, that was, was a great funny. episode. That was, I think, our highest rated episode. But um, yeah, so yeah, this was fun. I really liked the way it ended, and and um, I I'm excited to watch the behind the scenes stuff and to see George Lucas talk about this. So uh, everybody out there, be ready for our special little um, thing I'm going to release soon. That should that should come out at some point in the near future. Oh gosh, I know. Ugh, I hope I hope we can release it before a month. <laughs> I, I think I, I, I... We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's not make any work. promises. So... Let's not make any promises. <laughs> oh man. Um... Oh man. Um, well, this... If you, if you liked this episode, the very last episode of Chronicles of Young Indiana Jones... Um, please leave us a comment. You can leave a comment on SoundCloud or Facebook. Just search All by the Popcorn Podcast and like slash follow our page. Um, if you want to rate and review our little show we have here, you can rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. Um, and if you need notifications on future episodes that we release, you can follow our Twitter. We've got at by the popcorn and Instagram at all by the popcorn podcast. We also have emails. If you want to email us anything, uh, that's all by the popcorn at gmail.com or all by the popcorn podcast at gmail.com. We've also got merch and we have a YouTube channel. We are mm-hmm. slowly adding all of our 
previous episodes to that just as audio, but we do plan to film ourselves recording at some point so you have a visual as well. Mm -hmm. um, and maybe do some live recordings um, as a stream. So definitely look look forward to that. Um, more to come. But yeah, just search All By The Popcorn Podcast on YouTube and subscribe. And yeah. yeah. That's it. That's... Thanks for listening, everybody. Hope we'll you enjoyed. You at the bonus episode, because we're not going to talk about the next episode of Indie. <laughs> All right. <sighs> Goodbye. Okay, bye. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc.